Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yay Networks. Hey guys, it's Stephanie. I'm Trey. And this is your weekly dose of BS. I'm exhausted. Oh my gosh. Belle, don't be exhausted. I just got back from Oklahoma, so there's no way you're more exhausted no, than No, I'm me. exhausted from all the Bravo drama that has happened this past week. I'll tell you, Vanderpump Rules, I thought they were out for a minute. After COVID, I was like, I don't really know. And wow, Rachel redeemed it this week. (laughs) Okay, but were they already done filming or were they towards the end of filming? Because I know they've been, weren't they filming? They had been filming, right? Uh, No, they're done filming. They're in the middle of airing. They actually record their reunion in two weeks, but they started filming again because of this. Oh. Thank the Lord. Oh, my gosh. This is the weirdest thing. If you've been living under a rock that is not Bravo-related, let me just fill you in real quick. So I think it was last Thursday, from what I'm gathering online, is when, uh, well, maybe it was two Thursdays ago, Sheena and... Rachel, we'll call her now since that's we've learned that's her legal name. <laughs> oh my god! Um, we're on Watch What Happens Live. After they were on Watch What Happens Live, they went out to a club or some some bar or whatever, and that is when Ariana called Rachel and said, "I found this video on my husband or my boyfriend's phone of you, a uh-huh. FaceTime that he recorded of her. That I guess she did not know that he was recording where she was doing things to yeah, herself. Yeah, I can only imagine. Yeah. Then Sheena got wind of what she was saying. I guess. Rachel was far too calm about the fact that she said that they were having a seven-month affair. Sheena threw her phone off the balcony. Like through? Through Rachel's phone. Okay. And then punched her in the face. Oh, my. Okay, so I saw a picture of her face because I yes. guess she leaked it to TMZ. Oh, my yeah. gosh. And she's like, how'd that get out? Well, you took the photo, so I don't know how that got out. <laughs> but so since then, Raquel, Rachel, now has a protective order from Sheena, Sheena, who weighs maybe 110 pounds soaking wet. I, I was actually pretty impressed by the punch. Oh, but my. Here's my whole thing. None of them. Well, first of all, they've all been very messy on their Instagram stories, and they've been given play-by-plays. Lala yesterday got a letter. Well, I guess they all got a letter from Raquel's lawyer saying, like, if you have the video and you distribute it Blah, 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 blah. And Lala was like, do not, I've never had a lawyer send me something to my personal email. You send it to my lawyer. Um, she said, well, she actually said, send it to Daryl. Since then, she has started selling Send It to Daryl merch. Good for her. They have all recorded confessionals. Was Kristen Doty, was she on the show most recently? I thought she was gone whenever Stassi left. I, bet, I think she was gone, but I want to Well, she's say, back. Well, yeah, because they <laughs> dated, right? Well, so, so here's the whole thing. So Kristen and Tom were dating. Oh, is it Tom? Oh, yes, yes. When, yeah. when Tom and Ariana made out at the pool at the Golden Nugget. Yes. That was all unfolding at a reunion five years ago. So what's so interesting is none of them can really point the homewrecker finger in my eyes because they've all kind of had a similar situation like this. Uh-huh. Like, let's not forget how this show started. <laughs> and that was because <laughs> Sheena slept with Brandy Glanville's husband. And first of all, that transition was one of Bravo's 
best things they've ever done. Oh my do you gosh. remember that? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I think yes. it was she walked out the door on Beverly Hills, and when she went in the kitchen, that was Vanderpump, and no one knew what that show was. They didn't promote it. It just started happening. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, I do remember um, uh, that being on Beverly Hills. I mean, here's the thing. I... I have a lot. I have a lot um, that I think on this. But first of all, it does kind of bother me as a woman that nobody's really talking about him. They're all like, "She's a homer." Oh she's no, homer they girl. definitely are. But like, okay, good because we have to talk and about that because he also was in a relationship very, with. This, yes. I mean, you know, I understand that some hot girl maybe gives you attention, but it's your job to keep the one-eyed snake in your pants, and he did not. Mm-hmm. So. Well, they're going after his restaurant, and yes. he put out a statement saying the first statement he put out was a full pile of shit. It was basically saying, like, you know, I'm responsible for this, so please do not attack my employees, my business partners, my, my friends, restaurant. Yeah. Because people were going, they were, oh, I think his Yelp page was shut down, his Google page was shut down for the um, Schwartz and Sandy because there was so much like coming in. Reviews. Yes, and he was like. I have 20 other people that have salaries that I pay for. This is, yeah. you can hate me, but do not take it out on those people who I'm responsible for. Um, oh, so yeah, he's definitely, he's yes. definitely feeling it. And he put out the most BS statement I have ever read. It it did not address Ariana once. No, no I read the it. The second yes. one did. Yes. And then she put out a statement that was in like her notes section of her phone Last night, but at this point, it's actually really funny because all the cast is like, "Which PR team wrote that?" Like they're just they're calling. Yeah, it out. I felt like hers was really well written, but it definitely probably it was, was not written by well her. Written. I mean, it's smart to get a crisis PR team in these. I mean, these types of situations because you, I think, in these types of situations, you have two things you can do. You can a go really really quiet on social media for a month, but that would make sense for them because they have to film this. Or B, get a crisis PR team because everything you put out is going to be scrutinized, whether it's really well written or not, right? Yep. But I do think what was put out is on her thing, regardless if she wrote it or not, was is pretty accurate. I do think whenever you are, um, I don't, I don't, I don't even watch Vanderpump Rules, but from what I've gathered, I think whenever for her, whenever you're a girl. And you're constantly trying to get attention from other men. Like, she's gone now from, like, what, three guys on this show? Mm -hmm. I think that there's a a different layer. There's, like, an insecurity with that. But I also think it goes deeper. I wonder on the show if she talks about her relationship with her father. Because a lot of times Mm. women who look outside of themselves and really need this attention from men, even to the point where they or do not do good by their, like, girlfriends to get this attention, it is because they have issues with their father and they're trying to fill that void. So a lot of times in relationships, um, our significant other, whoever we um, end up with, will either, like, heal our past or hurt us further. But we do tend to go for people who we think can kind of heal us from our past wounds. And a lot of times when women are get so much of their self-worth from men, it's because they have a lot of things in their past that they really, really need to work on. Um, and I think also, is it Schwartz? Is it his last name? Is his name, last name Schwartz? I don't want to say that. I know there's two Which Toms. One? Tom Scandival, Sandoval? Or Scandival. Scandival. Okay, <laughs> Scandival. Okay, He's so the one that... That did all this, right? Yes. Schwartz made out with her yes. a few months ago. Now, Stassi went on her podcast, I think it was, and she said, I think that was a distraction. I think that was 
to cover up what was to come with this affair. Yeah. Well, I don't think they ever thought this would get out. I think that they were both thinking, you know, it's secretive, it's exciting, it's fun, where, mm-hmm. you know, I think they both probably have really low self-esteem. Even him, I mean, he's, I think I read he's 39 um, and, you know, he's trying to be a rock star. And mm-hmm. I, I don't think that either of them really love themselves enough because if you do you're not going you're going to do the right thing by other people if you really love yourself you're not going to go and harm somebody else because you are the most selfish person alive um and what they both did was extremely selfish and very hurtful and it and from what i've gathered ariana is like a really good person like everybody who talks about her says she's very kind and she was a good friend to her and i don't know i think a lot of it is they need to work on themselves because the whole thing is sad but at the end of the day we can all sit and talk about it but um, the person who I really feel sorry for is Ariana because yeah. that sucks. Like to feel like you spent all this time and energy on somebody mm-hmm. and they didn't care enough to give you the even to say like I want something else. Jerry O'Connell was on Watch Heavens Live a few nights ago and he um, was wearing a Team Ariana shirt. Uh-huh. He had that made very quick. Um, and he said something very good. He was like Ariana and Raquel both – need to date a man they're like the person you're messing around with is a boy that is a he is his inner child is what is speaking and what is living what is what you're seeing now you need to find a man that is not like that's very boyish behavior very true well because i mean when you're younger i think you're all about yourself and instant gratification and what Mm -hmm. how it makes you feel and you don't really take time to look at everybody around you and how your actions affect everyone around you um, and then when you grow up and you have kids and you have responsibilities, I think you realize that your actions affect everybody. Like I know whatever I do not only affects me, but affects my children and Travis mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. my parents. Um, but whenever you're younger, I think you don't see beyond your own selfish needs and desires. Um, and that's what I think happened. And unfortunately for her and him, they have to face the music in a public way, which is really hard and painful. And I'm sure they're both mortified. I'm thinking her probably more than him because this is now the third guy in the cast that she's had something with. Um, but I think she, I, I think she needs to really work on herself. Well, I will tell you, so I did not know this. I, I really don't, I haven't watched Vanderpump ever, but, um, Ariana has like a cock, like a premixed cocktail kit line. Um, and that is sold out like crazy. Since then, um, Lala had a Raquel like makeup kit mm-hmm. that she has put on sale, fifty percent off. Ooh, very nice. To, very to nice. get rid of. Yes. Um, something I found interesting. I saw TikTok's obviously been very much a buzz about this, and there was a clip of Lisa Vanderpump talking to Ariana about. I think is when they was when they were opening um, Schwartz and Sandy, and she was like, "How is Tom paying for this?" Uh-huh. And. Aaron was like, oh, well, he's, you know, we, we have the house together and he is um, putting up his equity in the house as collateral to take out a loan for the thing. And she was like, she's putting, he's putting up his equity? And she's like, yeah. And she was like, well, if he doesn't pay that money back, they don't just kick him out. They take your house. Yes. And so it seems like the, I mean, obviously there was a lot of trust between them if they bought a house together and they, you know, took out these yeah. loans together. But it seemed like there was um, some dishonesty there for a while. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Well, so, and I think a lot of times people stay if they live together and yeah. they're too intertwined. Um, here's my thing. I was telling our friend Hunter this the other day because he's dating a boy. I've never met this boy, but 
every time I'm with him, I'm like, you should buy it. Well, for what you're paying rent, you should buy a house. Like, you need to save your money, buy a house. Anyways, I'm always giving him this. Um, and then, he, but he has this boyfriend. And I'm like, would you move there? Would your boyfriend move here? And he was like, my boyfriend would move here. And I was like, okay, well, my biggest piece of advice is do not buy property together. Mm-hmm. Like, keep financials totally separate until you're married. Um, because I think a lot of people make that mistake. And then they end up on Judge Judy trying to fight it out. <laughs> it's horrible. On <laughs> Judge Judy. But I just would never, I've lived with a guy before and then I realized you, they will not buy the cow if they get the milk for free. So then I was like, you know what? That is why I that was not, yes, line. it is because you, people will never commit if there's no reason to commit, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. That's true. Yes. So anyway. I will tell you what I'm most upset about is that Raquel has this protective order now and their court date is not until after the reunion's going to be filmed. So I'm very curious to see. I mean, they can't be in the same room together with the reunion unless Raquel drops the protective order. Do they film like half of it with Raquel, half of it with Sheena? I don't know. I don't know. But also like how, okay, so I also read somewhere and I don't know if this is just, I, everything I read, I take with such a grain of salt until I see something. Um, but I also read somewhere that somebody said that um, Raquel and Tom were actually in love. Apparently they kissed on camera. And with like, what they're filming now. Yes, they're actually in love and there are real legit feelings. I mean, that would be so hard if I were um his ex. It would be so hard to see. Just to know that you were not only cheated on, but now like But they're that's in not love a new storyline on that show. It's just I'm just saying I mean I, Tom cheated on Kristen for Ariana. Yeah. And then, you know, they've been together now five years. Yeah. Like, that's a very, we've run through that storyline too many times on this show before. Yeah. And it's like, now y'all are like middle-aged. Yes. Like, we're not 24 anymore. Like, now they're like approaching 40. Like. Do you think that's why it seems, I don't, I can't remember back when it first happened, but do you think that's why this seems like such a big blow up? Like, I don't remember whenever that happened, people being so team. Yeah. I don't, it like, wasn't that big of a deal. Based, yeah. Maybe because they were younger and people expected that. I think when you get older, I mean, when you were about 40 years old, um, you should, you should, you know, be you should able know right to. should know right from wrong a yeah, little bit better. Yeah, you should. Yeah. And you should be able to vocalize things to your partner of five mm-hmm. years. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I think if, if next season's storyline is them dating, I think he, uh, that's business suicide. Yeah. For his bar, like done. People will not support that. That's, mm-mm. No. Oh, my gosh. No, it's just I would also be surprised if Raquel came back because all the girls hate her. Yeah, but I think she would because I do, from what I've read on her, I kind of did a little bit of a deep dive. Um, From what I've read about her is she was a fan of the show before she got on the show. Um, And she came on because she started dating James Kennedy. And I'm sure, I don't James know for sure. James was the first but, one to do a confessional. He I'm, was so excited. <laughs> but I'm sure James probably now feels used. Like she probably yeah. sought him out to date him because she wanted to be on a show. She wanted to be yeah. a part of the scene. And now she is. But um, I think also that fandom may be why she's going from guy to guy to guy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just so crazy. Don't date. But I will say, as bad as it is, she's... She's not saving the show, but she's kind of having this resurgence of Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. So in the worst not good, way, in like, the worst way. But 
in the <laughs> worst way. I know. That is one of Andy Cohen's favorite shows, though, too. They've been on for 10 years. That's insane. 10 years. I think it was just such a lightning in the bottle type moment because whenever I first found out they were having Vanderpump Rules, I'm like, who wants to? I mean, you know, the first mm-hmm. time I was like, who would really want to watch this? But the cast was, I mean, it's all about the cast. The cast was great. They put everything out there. I think whenever that happened with Stassi and Jax in the beginning, I remember that was like mm-hmm. some huge storyline. Yeah. Um, when they, I would, he cheated on her or something. Is that right? right. It's like, we've, it's, we've it's seen that. The cheating that. things happen so many times. Um, but they're, I mean, it's a group of young people and they make mistakes yeah. and you watch it and when you're older you're like thank god i'm not back there well now it's like they're a little old for these mistakes so yes kind of, but one thing that i will protest for is i want stassi back on with this i want stassi's opinions on all this yeah like let's let's bring her back it's time i was i was always i was always surprised that they didn't try to do something with stassi especially after she got married had a kid mm-hmm. i feel like she has such a huge following and her family's so cute and a lot of um, you know, especially when Lala was getting married and had a kid. I mean, I felt like they were all kind of growing up and maybe make that into its own show. That was something Jerry and O'Connell mentioned, too. He was like, the two people in the most stable relationships are no longer on the show. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's it's, true. But also, I think it's really hard to have really healthy, stable relationships whenever your job is surrounded in chaos mm-hmm. because you get used to it. You know, kind of like people who grew up in a very chaotic family um, whenever they get older, they tend to create chaos because that's what they're really, really comfortable with. Rachel. So, yeah. So yep. maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's, you know, boring if it's not a little chaotic and everything's not blowing up everywhere. Yeah. I will say I'm very surprised at how much Bravo is putting all this in the press and letting it play out on social media. I mean, great that they're, you know, still filming it, but it's it's just like, I mean, Bravo is definitely putting out a lot of this stuff. Yeah, but it's it's very different, I think, than Housewives where they want to protect the storyline because Is it it's because whole... it's airing and it they still have like four weeks? Well, I mean, there's a lot of speculation, but also it's not like Erica Jane and like the whole, um, Kate, you know, the whole like legal battle. Yeah. And then I think with that stuff, they try to keep it a little bit more private, but this is only giving them more press and attention. And I think it's very, very different than like Jen Shaw and Erica Jane. Mm-hmm. I do, I think that they're going to have her or him on Watch What Happens Live or doing a lot of press about it. No, I do not at all. No, but they are definitely having the cast stuff pushed out yes. like minute by minute. I, but I do think a lot of that is because the show is airing too. And so it's absolutely getting their numbers. Yes, numbers up. Through yeah. the roof. So, all right, give me your prediction. How do you feel like this whole thing's going to go? I mean, I think the real winner at the end of the day is going to be Ariana because she is going to get away from a very toxic relationship. She's going to get away from a man who does not respect her or love her enough to be honest and faithful to her. And I think the losers in the end are going to be Tom and Raquel because even if they end up together and they say they're in love, they are two very messed up codependent people who have issues that they need to work out and they honestly need to work these issues out individually, not together. And like I said before, you are 5% more or less healthy than the person that you are Mm -hmm. with. So good for Ariana to get away from him. But also if you have two severely unhealthy, toxic, um, insecure people in a relationship, it is going to explode and it's not going to be pretty. And um, I, I think at the end of the day, they may stay together to save face, but I don't think it'll be for very long. Yep. Well, if you want to keep up with this drama, um, a friend of our podcast, she actually came to our, um, 
our Austin show, Lucy on the Ground on Instagram. She I is, love her. She is on yes, it. She is yes. posting like day by day, minute by minute updates, and she is good. Oh my gosh, I love it. Weekly Dose of BS is brought to you by BetterHelp. I feel like I definitely need some better help because kids are tough because they always have bring something new to your life. And it's hard to manage my life, much less my children's life. And then Travis's life, it's nonstop. Is it stressing you out a little bit? It's so, so stressful. <laughs> I have learned something new about myself, though. I've learned that with my husband, he's really, really, really good. When things are at their worst, he's at his best. Like, he can handle stress mm. and manage it so, so well. I am the total opposite. When things are at their worst, I am at my worst. And that is when I have to speak to my therapist and learn coping skills. I do not... I just, I feel like I get so anxious, I can't think. Do you, like, shut down? I do. I shut uh-huh. down. And, and he goes into, like, action mode. And Travis takes action. Yep. So that is something that I'm definitely working on with my therapist right now. And something I've honestly been working on for years because I do think a lot of these patterns and behaviors that we have when we're younger um, go into our adult life, and they're really, really hard to break. You have to be very conscious of your actions mm-hmm. and the way you react to things, and that's something that I'm really working on. BetterHelp is really great because it is therapy for everybody. It's easy, accessible, affordable. You can do therapy from the comfort of your home or your work or carpool, and you can talk to your therapist on the phone or video chat, and you can even message them throughout the month to check in. Um, It's just a really great, great way to do therapy. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash weekly dose today to get 10% off of your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash weekly dose. Right before we started recording, you just dropped this bomb and then you were like, three, two, one. <laughs> and and like totally gave me no context. You told me something about Taylor Swift tickets. What? Oh, yeah. Well, it has nothing to do with you, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, amazing. <laughs> so my, my son plays um, tennis and I'm with my dear, amazing friend who uh, is pretty high up at a bank. Are they doing um, amazing because they gave you Taylor Swift tickets? No, she's or been my they... dear amazing okay. friend forever, but we were sitting there talking about just life and everything. And then she's like, oh, did you ever get Taylor Swift tickets? I said, no, I haven't even looked. They were just so overpriced. And I'm like, I love Taylor Swift, but I'm not, not enough to just yeah. like shell out like $6,000 on a ticket. That's Oof. crazy. Um. Anyway, she's like, well, I may have a ticket for you. So um, I may be at her private box with her company (laughs) she said she's waiting on somebody to let her know if their kids want to go but he didn't think that his three daughters would want to go so i think she may have one extra seat i am so happy and then it would thank you and it would be so then i would get to take the ticket congratulations (laughs) i can't wait to hear all about it i hope you have a great time and i wouldn't have to pay for it Uh, congrats (laughs) It's all free. Yay. Uh, yeah, I'm well, so excited. That's really nice to hear. Yeah, right? Oh. Right? Okay, so I, I have to tell you this story. I just got back from Oklahoma. Trey's already seen this. Um, I'm actually putting it on my social media today because it's so <laughs> embarrassing. Um, so when you see a video pop up, just watch it and wait till the end, and you'll be like, oh, my gosh, this poor girl. You'll literally go, <gasps> <laughs> Like, I didn't know just, this was possible. When you watch it, just know your reaction will be, <gasps> <laughs> That's so embarrassing. 
amazing. So I go home. We redid the lockers for my um, home being Queed, like Oklahoma. Home, Queed, Oklahoma. I went to Queed, Oklahoma, where I'm from, because they messaged me like six months ago uh, needing their locker room redone um, for baseball. Because um, I guess they had like some flooding and some issues. Anyways, they really needed it. Their lockers were horrific. Um, so we finished it. And whenever it was done, they were like, we're going to do this open house. Uh, we would love for you to come. So I'm like, perfect. Um, I can see my grandparents, my mom. Perfect. So then they messaged me like a few days before. And they're like, hey, Jess, we would love for you. Because open house is their like season opener of the game, right? So mm-hmm. everybody comes. It's a very big deal. So they're like, hey, we would love to see if you would like to throw the first pitch of the game for the season. now you're their hometown hero. I'm, yeah, because I'm their locker room hometown <laughs> hero. Would you like to throw the first pitch of the game for the season opener, right? And I'm like, oh, my God, that would be so yeah, I'd love that. How hard could it be? So then the day before I get there with my dad and I'm looking at the locker room and I'm like, you know, seeing home plate in the catcher area. And I'm like, that's very far away. Um, so I find a baseball. The coach happens to be there. He's mowing. Um, so He's he, mowing? Like, yeah, like he like the coach. The coach has uh, to yeah, mow? the coach mows like the field, the baseball field, right? Oh, my gosh. So he's mowing and he and I'm like, hey, is it okay if I just see if I can throw from the mound to, you know, the catcher's play, mitt. Um, and he said, yeah, I'll get my... Anyways, so I go there, throw. It makes it, like, right in front of my feet. It, like, falls immediately. I think I was throwing downward. Anyway, it was... You were absolutely throwing downward. <laughs> I don't know what direction you thought you were throwing, never, but it was very much downward. And, like, <laughs> as much as I thought I probably could not get it there, I thought I could get it close to a plate. I mean, this was, like, closer to my feet than even the middle of where the plate is, Right. So I'm like, oh, no, this is so embarrassing. I'm going to humiliate myself in front of everybody. So then I throw like 10 times. And finally, he's like, try to throw it over the fence. Don't try to throw it at me, right? <laughs> anyway, so then I got it to him that one one time. So I go home, and I'm so stressed out. I'm like, oh, my gosh, how did this trip turn into me learning a sport? <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> so I throw it with my dad and Hunter for like an hour, right? I'm just trying to get it there. Just trying and to get it there. how were you doing in that practice? I was doing better. Like when I first went out, I would always suck. But after like five or ten throws, then I would uh-huh. kind of finally get it. Um, and then we got there like an hour early. Anyways. The big moment comes, right? And my dad's like, don't embarrass us. Don't embarrass the family. The family name. <laughs> the family name. I'm like, listen, asshole. You should have maybe thrown at me when I was a little girl. Um, <laughs> this is all your fault. This moment has everything to do with you as well, dad. <laughs> so we get out there and um, I get out there and they're like, you know, say who I am. And everyone's cheering really a little too loud for my comfort. <laughs> Like, all the boys are standing out there, like, rooting me on. So then I feel like I need to let everybody. (laughs) Yeah, they, like, think I'm going to be really athletic. So then I feel like I have to let them know. So before I embarrass myself that, you know, this is, I need you to set your standards. I was like, I can't throw. I'm very unathletic. I scream it to everybody out there. I'm yelling it to everybody in the stands. That way they just don't have high expectations, right? Mm -hmm. So then I, the coach is sitting there waiting for me I throw and it is as bad as my first one it's like right but I mean like I throw pretty much it lands like two feet in front of me like she was bowling (laughs) the way it happened so embarrassing like the ball went all the way around (laughs) and then she dropped it 
And then it yes. just rolled. And then it rolled. Yes. Right into the catcher mitt, thankfully. So, um, but it was so embarrassing. And then I just sat through the game for the rest of the. Did you look at everyone's faces? Were they just like. Oh, oh. I was just. I gave him. A, I just tried to laugh. I was like, you know what? If I laugh at myself, then nobody can laugh at me. But then I did not make wow. eye contact with anybody for the rest of the um, and she game. Left. And then, yeah, and then I left. But it was so embarrassing. The newspaper was there to catch oh. it. <laughs> what did and your dad guys, say? My dad was like, "Oh my gosh, that was horrible." <laughs> I was like, "Shut up." The oh newspaper God. was there. Oh, man. The newspaper was there taking pictures, but they were so sweet because whenever they put it on, like, the my little hometown, like, Facebook page, they did it where I was just releasing my hand. They didn't, like, actually That's throw nice it, show it in the air because it wasn't in the air at all. Um, and They're then like, well, they're, she like, did give us a locker room. <laughs> so embarrassing. Yeah, they'll Photoshop the ball in uh, Yeah. And then, of course, I run into, like, all these guys that played baseball when I was in school. It was just such a, you know, like, I was really. <laughs> all your high school ex-boyfriends came out for like, this. It was so embarrassing. This was a community reunion. Yes. This episode is brought to you by Greenlight. So my youngest son, Cruz, uses Greenlight. For us, it has been a game changer with him, like, wanting to do household chores. I can do, like, a whole chore list, and then I can give him that money on his Greenlight card. And he feels like such a big man. It's so cute. I know we've talked about this before, but like in school, you don't learn financial literacy like no. you should. And you were telling me one of the great things about Greenlight is they have this app that comes with these financial literacy games mm-hmm. that help build your kids' money confidence through different videos, bite-sized challenges, and mini games. If you're like, what is it exactly? It's a debit card and money app made for families. It really does teach kids a lot about financial literacy. You can even teach them like, this is how you save money. This is the importance of saving money. Well, you're the only one that sees the value in Greenlight. More than 6 million parents and kids use Greenlight to learn how to make responsible financial choices. So stop putting off the money talk and start putting your kids on the right path. Sign up for Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash weekly dose. That's greenlight.com slash weekly dose to try Greenlight for free. Greenlight.com slash weekly dose. Okay, so... A few weeks ago, I dropped a bomb, and then I left that bomb. And that bomb was I put all of my wedding party in a group chat um, to plan a wedding shower for me. Yes. And I have gotten calls from everyone in the wedding shower telling me what a chaotic storm it has been. (laughs) And apparently, Miss Stephanie Holman has enjoyed watching this storm brew the most. And I get this update from Connor, because he calls me, and he's like, Stephanie just loves watching these people squirm. (laughs) Because Stephanie and Connor were in charge of the bachelor trip, and they did a phenomenal job handling that. Yes. And now they want to watch everyone else do a phenomenal job with this shower. Oh, and my. How, how is that going? I'm not in the group chat. I just get, like, bits and pieces. Well, okay, so from the group chat, okay, so I, a lot of the people, I think, are guys. And I, I do have to, mm. like, remind myself that guys don't do this. Like, usually for, you know, like, usually the girls do the shower, right? In, like, a traditional, like, man and wife situation. So maybe they've never done it before, right? Well, no, they're gay boys, and they so, very much know how to throw a party. Okay, so they I was trying to make them look better, but, okay, they suck them. Um, <laughs> and also, it's half girls, half guys in this group yes, chat. Yes, the girls, I was like, come on, you all have been in weddings before. But the guys, I was like, well, maybe that they were just, like, 
didn't have to throw it because, you know, what were never... some of your favorite um, suggestions that were thrown out there? Oh, my. I, I mean, I have it right here. There are some horrific ones. The ones uh, that I've heard, um, I heard a strip club was thrown out there. Yes, I, I vetoed that immediately. I was like, <laughs> Thank no. you. Because there comes a point for many, for multiple reasons. First of all, whenever I was younger, I think, you know, a strip club what didn't seem like such a bad thing. You know, it was kind of fun to go to. But now that I'm older and if we have any strippers listening, then just know I have your back on this. But if you love what you do, then good for you. But I feel like everybody going there and kind of laughing, you know, like a lot of times strippers, you kind of, it's kind of a joke, right? Like uh-huh. you go there. I don't know. As a woman, I just feel like it's like not really mm-hmm. supporting other women. I love going to a gay strip club though, like a men's gay strip club. I love that. Um, <laughs> but girls, I'm like, I don't know. It just makes me so uncomfortable for them. Um and I was, and also I was like, I know Trey does not want boobies in his face. I don't face. want, we've talked about how I don't yes. like chimichangas in my face. So anyway, but also before I had to get in the middle of it yesterday, because I was like, well, and also I don't, okay. So, because my whole thing was like, let's do a really nice brunch. Because it's not like a bachelor party. It's like right. more of like something nice. Yes. You know, bachelor parties like a little bit more chaotic and fun and drunk mess. And then. But a shower should be something like a little bit more, in my opinion, daytime, nice, yes. like just lovely. Um, and um, I don't think any of them knew that, which shocked the crap out of me because, ba- because uh, first of all, they were definitely down for the. So then they said um, TGI Fridays. Um, and I was like, oh, my gosh, we cannot. Um, and then what else? Um, I think at one point. Oh, I, I said we should go to Sedell. See, I'm giving all good stuff or like RH rooftop. Or, and then somebody said, what works for everyone? Strip club? Strip club would be fun. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, Trey, your friends. And then zippers. But I was like, zippers is no longer there. That's one I could actually get down with. <laughs> um, and then what else? Um, I have to go down because they they kept going. I think at one point it was like, um, oh, my God. They were the weird, like, Windstar Casino, Golden Corral, Super China Buffet, um, which makes me feel like they do not expect a lot from you as a person. Dunstan Steakhouse, I was like, I've not been there, but that seems like it could be really expensive. So at some point yesterday, I will say this, um, all the bad things were going out. And then I was like, you know what? I don't know if these people realize because they were all, because then after all the bad ideas, the really horrible ideas, and they were like trying actually putting effort in and like they were like Dunstan Steakhouse, this place, that place, you know, that were pretty nice. And then I was throwing things out there that were nice. But then I also have to remember that not everybody financially can handle the same thing. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. I know that I know that from my girlfriends in Oklahoma, whenever we travel, like, you know, you have to f- say what is everyone's budget and let's find something that we can all agree upon. So I was like, well, you know, I don't know if you guys know this, but like whenever you host something, and there's a group of us. The hosts pay for the bachelor party, right? Or for the sh- for the shower, for the event. And I said, I have the bachelor party paid for. You guys have, don't have to worry about that. It's going to be fabulous. And I'm not a team player, so you just have to wait and see. Um, <laughs> but I said, but this is why I don't want to be a team player. Because I was like, but, we, but this, like, we all have to figure out what everyone's comfortable spending. So then everyone... Like, he's like, oh, my gosh, I have no money. Um, (laughs) 
It was so entertaining. Um, anyways, but my Trey and I have a mutual friend, Connor, and I would call him and I'd be like, oh my God, this is so funny. And I was like, I know we have to get this figured out, but I'm really enjoying the chaos. Um, Connor's this. great because he is always in a good mood. It's really hard to get mad at. Mm-hmm. And he can like navigate those situations really well and be peacemaker he said that you stepped in whenever one of the bad ideas was, was thrown out there and you were like his bachelor party's on a yacht i don't think golden corrals on brands. yes i'm like we are not no also, i don't know if i've ever been to a golden corral yes. or I'm where like, one is i go there with my grandparents it is not your jam nothing wrong with golden corral but it's not trey like you have to like all the things they were saying were definitely not trey but i mean if our budget was small they definitely will work for our budget so now it's at somebody's house. It's great. Yes, which is very much more like what I was thinking. Yes. Like, I do not, I don't like to put big expenses on other people. Like, even for, like, my birthday. Like, I don't do a birthday party at a, a fancy steakhouse because I don't want people to feel like they have to spend $150 on my dinner. Like, yeah. very aware of other people's budgets and, you know, that they're not all the same. So I feel much better than that it's at someone's house. Oh, no, like, it's perfect. Goodness. It's perfect. And for a hot minute, I, I was thinking about doing it at my house, and then I'm like, no, these people like these people expect me to do everything by myself. <laughs> if, if this is how the collaboration is, then no way. <laughs> one of um, Zach's groomsmen texts one of someone in my wedding party and was like, wait, do I have to do this for Zach later on? And she was like, yep, good luck. Oh, yeah, yeah, because I was like, is this <laughs> was like, like, oh, no. <laughs> is this like, I was like, is this like a joint thing, or are they doing separate? But you guys are doing separate. That's so good. Yeah, see what they do. It was very entertaining. But, yeah, whenever we were doing it, I was, I know how expensive these things can be. So that's why I'm like, how much, how much, what's our budget, guys? Because mm-hmm. I also know some of these people, like, personally, and I know that they, like, have to budget and everything yeah. else. So this is perfect because we're doing it at his friend's house. I think that's, also, I like more intimate things like that. I do, too. I was like, a restaurant seems like a lot. You're paying 20 bucks a drink. Like Yeah. Ugh. It's just so much. And then also... You know, I'm like, unless we're doing a a seated full dinner, Mm -hmm. no restaurant is going to want you to take up a huge space of their uh, room. Without a minimum. Yeah, without a minimum. If you're not doing a lot of, um, if you're just doing like cocktails and hors d'oeuvres, like, I mean, I was a waitress at El Chico um, before and... You know, whenever you have people I hope people the El Chico set, crowd came out right? to see your big baseball they moments. Should. I, they should have. I they but, um, you know, if, oh, I did run into somebody in Oklahoma that worked at Homeland with me back in the day. Oh, my gosh. Um, and, yes. Uh, but, um, but yeah, if you're doing that, it's just, I think it, the restaurants don't really like it. If you're not doing, like, a full sit-down dinner. And then also, it's just so... I was on Courtney yesterday, too. I was like, I own a bar. I can very easily get you a bartender. I can very easily, like, there's a lot of things I can pull together for a house party very easily. Yes, (laughs) yes. Well, I told her, I was like, I've thrown enough parties. I kind of know, like, Italian food is always, like, if you're looking for stuff, like, that's, like, feeds a lot of people, Mm -hmm. but that, like, everybody is, like, cost-effective and delicious, like, Italian food's great. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, there's certain things that you can do to make it amazing, to where everyone feels comfortable. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Greenlight. So my youngest son, Cruz, uses Greenlight. For us, it has been a game changer with him, like, wanting to do household chores. I can do, like, a whole chore list, and then I can give him that money on his Greenlight card, 
And he feels like such a big man. It's so cute. I know we've talked about this before, but like in school, you don't learn financial literacy like no. you should. And you were telling me one of the great things about Greenlight is they have this app that comes with these financial literacy games mm-hmm. that help build your kids' money confidence through different videos, bite-sized challenges, and mini games. If you're like, what is it exactly? It's a debit card and money app made for families. It really does teach kids a lot about financial literacy. You can even teach them like this is how you save money. This is the importance of saving money. Well, you're the only one that sees the value in Greenlight. More than 6 million parents and kids use Greenlight to learn how to make responsible financial choices. So stop putting off the money talk and start putting your kids on the right path. Sign up for Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash weekly dose. That's greenlight.com slash weekly dose to try Greenlight for free. Greenlight.com slash weekly dose. Okay, I have to tell you this one last thing. Speaking of Italian food, so the other day I took um, cruise to Buca di Beppo, which is his yes. favorite Italian spot. It's so good. And while we were there, it's okay. But it's, I mean, it's good. <laughs> Um, it's a whole experience and I can't go to a Buca de Beppo without feeling like I should be in Dorit's room. Yes. And the yes. fact that she made a whole season storyline out of decorating one single room in, in one Buca de Beppo. Yes. Incredible. But so we went there and we're sitting down and Cruz was like, so when do you think you're gonna have kids? And I was like, oh, um, I was like, I don't know. He's like, well, like, how soon after you get married? He's like, because, you know, having kids really, like, means you're officially married. And I was like, oh, does it? <laughs> and and yeah. this is my 11-year-old. But yes. And I was like, I don't know, probably, like, the next few years. He was like, well, okay. He was like, I think you should start looking, though, like, in the next few months. Because it could take a while. He's like, are you going to adopt? And I was like, I don't know, maybe. He's like, well, if you if you adopt, I'll go with you to, like, look at him. And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> And he was like, I'll come with you, like, you know, to, like, hold the babies and, like, see which ones you want. He's like, I think you should get a baby. I wouldn't get, like, an old one. I would get, like, a baby. And I was like, oh. He's like, and if you get a baby soon enough and your baby goes to my school, I will drive your baby to school. And I was like, oh, oh that's so gosh, nice that's of you. so kind. And he was like, I'll take, your, I'll take your baby to, like, baseball practice, too, since you took me to baseball practice. He's like, I'll babysit. But he was like, I think you should start looking soon, though. I think you should start looking. And I was like, Cruz, how do you think the adoption process works? And he was like. You go and you look at them and then you pick one out. And I was like, it's not like a dog. There's not like a pet land for babies. Uh, uh, baby lands, yes. <laughs> oh, my. And he was like, oh, well, I'll still come. And I was like, okay, great. I wonder <laughs> how that is, though, because you know that one movie where they like, I forget what it is, but that one guy that used to wear his like underwear, like what? underwear model. Um, Who is he? Mark Wahlberg? Yes. Okay. So he was in that movie about adoption. Did you watch it? I forget What's what it, it is. Called? But. I don't know, but just look up Mark Wahlberg adoption movie. It's very good. It's very funny. It's like a comedy. But in that movie, him and his wife decide they want to adopt, and they have this, like, whole adoption agency come, and, like, all the people that want to adopt can go, like, meet the kids. Like, kids are, like, mm-hmm. on a playground. Um, and um, that's kind of how they met their adopted child. I don't know if that's oh. – maybe that's more of a fostering situation. I mean, here's the deal. Have you ever thought about fostering a child? No. Would you want to? I don't know. Because there's a lot. I mean, I don't know. I feel like that is that'll kind of show you. I don't know. I've heard a lot of horror stories with from foster uh-huh. parents. Yeah, I've never fostered um, before, but it was it's something that I would honestly want to do when the kids get older. But I feel like if you foster a child, how can you not want to adopt that child? That would be my That's problem. That's the hard thing. That right? would be like, the issue. You... Like if I develop, a, you know, a relationship and I have a heart for this child, and then they're gone. That. That would be a problem for me. Yeah. That wouldn't work out well. Cruz is also me, he's like, are you going to tell your baby you're adopted, that they're adopted? And I was like, yeah, probably. He goes, well, if you don't, I will. And I was like, oh. 
gosh. He's like, I tell Chance all the time that he's adopted. I was like, Chance is not adopted. He's like, well, I tell him he is. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I actually, I know some people don't. I think it's so healthy to be honest with kids oh, yeah. about that stuff. I, I, if I, if I did, I think I would definitely mm-hmm. be very honest with them. Mm-hmm. Um, Travis has a sister who is a half sister who's adopted, and they've always been so honest with her. She actually met her adopted mom, and I was like, "How was that?" And she said, "You know, we had a lot of the same man- mannerisms, but there wasn't that connection." She, uh-huh. I think they've she's seen her maybe once or twice, but I think everyone wants to know who they're from. Like, you know, right. they want to know who they came from, what they're you know, what their biological family is. I think that's kind of a gift. I yeah. love that um, whenever we were speaking of Vanderpump rules, like Lisa, uh, Lisa Vanderpump, mm-hmm. her son is adopted. And I Max, love that yeah. he had that moment. I know as hard as it was for him or for her, mm-hmm. it was a gift to him because I think everyone deserves to know where they came from if the child wants to know and if the adopted mom is willing to meet. But I, mm-hmm. da- I do think it should be when they're older. I think when they're young, um, to meet their adopted mom, it's probably very difficult to compartmentalize and understand. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of Max, I feel like he really got the short end of the stick there. Like Pandora's out here running some of her mom's companies, and he's still a server at Sir. Really? Yeah. I actually had a weird, like, drunk night out with him one time. In he, Dallas? No, in uh, LA. WeHo. Yeah, and he wants nothing to do with the show. He wants nothing to do with the press, none of that. I mean, but that's so that's probably why she's out there. I feel like Pandora is probably more. Yeah, more the face. More the face. Somebody who feels really, really comfortable because here's um, in reality TV. I think you have people who love the camera, love the attention, love mm-hmm. to be out there, even like kids and husbands. And then you have other people who make them extremely uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I kind of respect that he doesn't want to do it. But I also respect Lisa Vanderpump for not forcing him to do yes. it. Because I think that's where it goes wrong is whenever you have children on TV and you force them to be a part of your job mm-hmm. and then it doesn't work out for them. And then yeah. they have all this trauma, you know. So I, I like the fact that she doesn't do that because it's, it's hard. I remember my kids did not love being on TV. Mm-hmm. Cruz did. I mean, Cruz. Cruz liked the money. Cruz, yeah, once I started paying them, they liked the paycheck. They were like, let's go, they let's film. They liked the paycheck. But they did not, but they did not love getting mic'd up and. Yeah. Yeah. When they got a little older, they enjoyed the activities, like if it was fun. But if it's a scene where I'm at home, like if I had to do a scene talking to my kids about something serious at home, they hated it. Mm-hmm. But if it's like a whole cast scene and all the other kids were there, they would go. Yeah. He did tell me at the end of the day, he goes, do you know that I'm TikTok famous? And I said, what? He oh, goes, my gosh. oh, yeah. He was like, one of my mom's TikToks that I'm in has 1.5 million views. I was like, oh, oh congratulations. Yes. He also told me the other day, he goes, one of my friends found your podcast. And I was like, what? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was That's like, oh. so cute. That is so cute. Oh, yeah. Cruz is, yeah, my little mm-hmm. TikTok famous boy. He sure is. <laughs> my little TikTok famous boy. Um, okay, Trey, I'm going to go to spring break this weekend. I will see you when I get back. Hopefully, Congrats. I'll have many stories. And you'll go straight to a Taylor Swift concert. I and hope you have a great time. Yeah, I am. I'll let you know all about it. If, I, if I'm able to go. Now, this other group of girls may go, and I will not be able to go. But if I'm able to go, I will take a picture while I'm there. And maybe I'll tell me your favorite song. I'll call you mm-hmm. on FaceTime so you can, like, live vicarious through through me. Well, I will pray that whatever is meant to happen happens. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening and supporting. You can follow me at Steph Holman on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. You can follow me at Trey underscore Stewart. And you can follow our podcast at BS the Podcast on Instagram. And you can follow us at Weekly Dose of BS on YouTube. You can watch us. Yes. 
Yes. So we look, much we fun. We look so fabulous. Yes. Bye. Bye.